Culture Generation is uh, it's, it's about it's a movement. You know, it's about young people, old old people, learning that we're not called to just be Christians. Uh, that God in the early church, we were they, they saw the dead raised. I mean, literally. I mean, I looked and there wasn't many sick people in the early church. I mean, they walked in healing. They had a revelation on pretty much they they seem like giants when but I believe we're entering a second act apostolic age but it it didn't just come out of nowhere this is charisma connection on the charisma podcast network I'm Taylor Berglund and today I'm honored to have on the line Jordan Wells Jordan how are you I'm doing good. I'm blessed. Thank you for Thank having me on today. Thank you so much for being on the show. So you are the, for, for people who may not be familiar with you, you are the founder of Final Harvest International and the author of this great new book, The Joel Two Generation. So I guess my first question for you is, what inspired you to write this book? Oh, man, it was the Holy Spirit all the way. I can't take any credit. That's why he's in the dedication. I literally, he's he's on the book all he's on the book a lot more than I am. But he's on the front, and he's on the back. I'm just like he, he just used my little fingers. But um, really, I wasn't doing anything uh, a, uh, a year ago. So I was doing ministry um, was single, and the Lord, you know, I was just really in a season of pr- uh, fasting and praying, just seeking the Lord, just intimacy, you know, and um, and then the Lord began to download to me like. You know, I hear, I have, you know, he began to first, my, I didn't know what they were called at the time, but they were words of knowledge. Now I'm flowing it really heavy. But he uh, would just give me words, and I would hear these thoughts in my head from the Lord, and they would just be like, Martin Luther, I want you to go look up who Martin Luther is. I want you to go look up who, um, you know, who this, uh, the, the person is who started, uh, Randy Clark is. I want you to look up these type of people who led these big moves of God. So, you know, I would you know, get off work, and I would just spend hours of day, hours and hours a day and night, all night really, looking, praying and fasting and looking up old revivals. And I didn't even know why I was doing it. Um, and I just began to pray and fast. And when I got married, uh, when I got married, it kind of continued the revelation of all this continued. We got married. Uh, my wife got kind of, you know, she was into the, the Pentecostal, but she kind of got introduced to the more of the supernatural side. We both were blasted at a uh, global awakening meeting, Randy Clark, um, which we know some of the people there now. Uh, we know uh, his predecessor, but um, it was just a, we got blasted, got an impartation, and the Lord began to prophesy, too. They prophesied that we were going to go to Africa. We felt the, the, the move to Africa, and then we, um, and then the Lord began to deal with us about young people. And so we just kind of got, started getting blasted with revelation about different things, about the final harvest. God gave us the name. My wife got the name. We were praying about a name for the ministry. Um, and then, you know, the final harvest is all that is a part of the Joel 2 generation. I would say the final harvest is the umbrella. The generation is the how-to. Uh, we begin, God's begin to really deal with us on just the prophetic, like what he wants to do in the earth, you know, and the Joel 2 was that. We got a revelation about Joel 2, 28, which says, In the last days I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And, and and we were at a conference, a youth conference, and the Lord had already gave me a revelation that we were called to lead a, a youth movement. And um, so when I heard a word of knowledge that, 
that the Joel Two generation. I didn't know what that meant. We thought we were like we maybe we were supposed to go to Florida, start a youth ministry, uh, and then the Lord and like stopped us. We couldn't go, so I just kind of sat on that. I sat on that title for a while, and then one day the Holy Spirit said, "Put it. I want you to make it into a book." And I made it into a book. I put it the the just the title. I put it in the Word doc and uh, kind of left it alone. One day I was at a school because I'm I was a substitute teacher. Uh, for uh, for high school, and so I was left the school. Holy Spirit, said, I want you to go to the library. Somehow I had got a connection with Charisma, uh, with a guy at Charisma, and I was working on the Joel Two Generation. That wasn't even the book I wanted. To, I didn't even want to publish the book. And uh, and the guy just, I told him the idea. The Holy Spirit was telling me as I was telling him, and um, and then he said, "Can you get it to me in three weeks?" You know, I want to look at it. I'm like, I hadn't even written it. So I got the book read, written. Literally, the book is a miracle. It was written in three weeks. Most of the stuff in the book, God was revealing to me, as me and my wife, as we were writing it. And so it was just a supernatural birth. Uh, but it became more of a life message. It's, it's so long that, you know, I try to give you points and highlights. But really, it's that it, it, it was birthed out of, out of believe, the, the, what God is doing in the hour. I mean, he's speaking to prophets about it all over the nation. But, I mean, ours is a different take on that. It's more of our story of what we believe, because I believe in this army, this move of God. Everybody has everybody has their, their post, and everybody has what they're supposed to do in it. And so I believe this is ours. I believe uh, we were called to raise up an army of young people and old and to walk in the power, the presence of God, that, you know, walk in the grocery stores, see people healed, uh, hospitals cleaned out, all those type of things. We're chasing after revival, and we want to awaken a generation to chase after it with us. Like, join us as we chase after revival, chase after the glory. And so I believe what we've seen in previous revivals only a taste, and I believe we're actually about to see greater manifestations and breakthrough than they ever could have dreamed or imagined. So talk to me more about this Joel 2 generation. What, do you, what exactly does that mean to you, and what do you think that God wants to do in the lives of his people? Well, the Joel Two generation is uh, it's, it's about it's a movement. You know, it's about young people, old old people, learning that we're not called to just be Christians. Uh, that God, in the early church, we were they, they saw the dead raised. I mean, literally. I mean, I looked and there wasn't many sick people in the early church. I mean, they walked in healing. They had a revelation on pretty much they they seem like giants when but i believe we're entering a second act apostolic age but it, it didn't just come out of nowhere through past revivals god has really been restoring things that have been lost and that's what this book is showing that god is is, is is prophetic in that what god was doing what god has done and what god wants to do in the lives of people so we want an apostolic manual for people to walk in what those people walked in God, you know, through different moves of God, we were things kind of got lost, and then the Reformation came about, and God restored grace. He restored the message of grace. Luther came preaching, "We're saved by grace." You know, um, you know. Then after that, it was more like the Great Awakenings hit the earth, and 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 God restored, uh, just started restoring things, and then the healing revival broke out, and then Latter Rain's movement, and Toronto, and different movement. But God, through all those moves of God. God was really just restoring things into the body of Christ. He was restoring a piece of things that were lost. And so what we get, what happens to us is we kind of get stuck in the past. A lot, a lot of moves of God, uh, people have got stuck in the past and, and, and basically built whole denominations around them. But God is actually trying to push his church into the 21st century 
to walk in unity and power. And so basically, that's what our move of God is about. Our movement is about really uniting the body, not, not Baptist, Pentecostal, whatever you are, to walk in the fullness of what God originally created us to be. And I believe we all were created to walk in revival. We were all created to walk, not some superstar minister, because we don't, this movement's not about us. It's about you. It's about me. It's about people, young and old, coming into a revelation of who, who they are as sons and daughters of God and walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. We all can pray for the sick and see them recover. We all can see creative miracles. We all can raise the dead. We all can have a, 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 and that just comes from being awakened. This book, Awaken Me. Me and my wife, we we were reading the, we read the book, and sometimes we're like, did we really write that? And we know we didn't. It was the Holy Spirit because He has a message that He wants to re, the, release into the earth, which is that not only is He coming back soon, but that He wants to come back for a beautiful bride, a bride that has made herself ready, a bride that walks in the power and the presence of God. I'm not one of those that believe in an end time theology where people where the church is going to be this weak broke down vessel, but that God is coming back for a people with this beautiful, a gorgeous bride that walks in the power. And, and I believe we're going to see a one billion soul harvest. Um, and that's part of that's in the book also. And that, that literally that everybody has a part to play in this. It's not about me, but it's about it's about the person that's listening, that they have a part to play in God's army. It's called Joel's army. And that's what's on the back of the book, that Joel's army is an army of believers young and old, that will that will unite to for a common goal, which is to see nations and cities saved. I believe our inheritance is Psalms 2, that we God literally wants to save entire nations. Ron Harbunke literally has saw entire nations get saved. We believe that, that that's what God wants to do in this next move of God. But it's not just saying, okay, this is what God wants to do. This is, this is how we get there. I believe Joel 2 is how we get there. Uh, I believe it's how everybody, and it starts with everybody. It's not just about me. Uh, going into the nations, preaching to leaders. It's about the, 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 the grandmother. It's about the aunt. It's about the college student. Wait, awaken. That's why I call awakening the revivals with being awake, awakening to the, who they were created to be, God's original intent for us to walk as, as, as vessels created in his image and his likeness. And he spoke to things, and things happened. He prayed for the sick, and people were healed. He raised, he said, he told Lazarus to come out and, and to arise, and Lazarus arise. So a generation walking in that mantle, that John the Baptist, that Elijah mantle, that carried the power of God. Elijah called fire down. The fire of the Holy Spirit on the front because we believe God wants the, the fire of the Holy Spirit to rest on an entire end-time army, an army that is powerful, an army that goes before God, prepares the way for his return. But not this defeated church thing, but it really releases the power and the presence of God in the earth and uh, just really just shatters religion and destroys uh, just, just counterculture. And it's uh, really... Uh, that's what the Joel 2 generation is about, man. It's about what God wants to do in your life. It's about what God wants to do in his people's lives. And I believe this book uh, uh, is about starting revival where you are. I'm tired of praying about revival. Ron Harbunky once said this, you know, he said, what good of it if everybody, he said when he got to Africa, before he saw, he saw 75 million people saved in Africa already. He said, he, he went up to a pastor and he said, man, I, what would he have to do for God to visit this in Africa with revival? He said, well, we just got to continue to pray. And Ronald Buckley was so discouraged. And he began to get on the street corners and preach. He began to go and just preach everywhere. And revival eventually broke out. 
So revival starts with us. God always uses us with revival. I mean, I believe there's a sovereignty with revival, but also that revival starts with us. If every Christian just prayed for revival and nobody went outside and prayed for the sick, then revival would never happen. So God uses us for revival. He awakens through revelation through us, and then we begin to carry that. So this book is that that, that torch, I believe, a light of fire, a, a match in the body of Christ that will literally trickle through every denomination until everybody's blazing and, and, the, and the nations are set ablaze by the power of God. You know, on the front of our website it says, Igniting the Globe by Igniting the Revivalists Within. And so that's our mission. That's our slogan. That's our, we want to ignite the globe, but it starts with igniting each person with, uh, to who they were created to be. So a couple of times you've mentioned that when you were writing the book with your wife that you would have like, I, I'm trying to figure out what the what the word you used for it was, revelations in some in some respect of like, oh, did we really write that? Or like the Holy Spirit was really like surprising even us with what we were writing. Do you have an example of one of the things from your book that surprised even you when you were writing it? Everything, but more so the prayers of impartation and the prophetic word. This book is really different, and even we were talking to different publishers about it. It's really different in that it has prayers of it has there are gifts there are uh, gifts in the spirit in the in in, in mentioned in Corinthians, um, and we literally the Holy Spirit put most of those gifts are in activation. We have prayers of impartation, uh, prayer words of knowledge. And we have prophetic words. We call them words of the Lord, where basically when sometimes we've been going through seasons as, as revival. I believe if you're a person that has a heart for revival, this book really will transform your life. We're revivalists. And so everybody, we've given the copy to, like our pastor read the book, and he like he started preaching the message. You're like He didn't even know the type of effect this book was having on him. But now he like started revival like prayer meets at his church because it, and, and, and it's contagious, you know. And so we want this to be like a virus in that um, we when you read those prophetic words in that book that says basically speaks to each individual. Um, we've been like I was going through a season recently where I was really uh, pursuing you know breakthrough in an area I was really down. And I, I turned to a chapter called Jotu Basic Training. Uh, and this chapter was basically about, um, basically, in the natural army, there's basic training. You're, getting, you're given recruitment papers. Basically, they recruit you, but then there's basic training afterwards. Um, and so basically, we kind of flow with the army like that. Like, your, Joel's army is basically the entire the army but that there's a basic training. And a lot of people have been through seasons of basic training where they've been through wilderness experiences, relatives dying, and things like that. And so we basically show that we, it was a prayer of a word of knowledge at the end. It basically gave – it was a specific word about how, you know, you're going through this season and, and, and God is bringing you out and you, you've been through this, this, and that but it's the God to bring the glory out of you, and he wants to get the glory in your life, and the word of the Lord is this. And so that real accurate prophetic word, I mean, it, it shattered, and I broke down in tears, and I started just weeping before God, and I had forgot about I even wrote it. Like, so my wife and me, we'll just read through the book. When we're, well, I mean, we, I can't put it down, and I've never ever read a book like that, you know, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit literally was resting on those prophetic words, and I and that was our prayer was that that we didn't write a book, but that it would be applicable for people, um, where that they could they could get it and they and God could why the 
some people travel around the world just to get a prophetic word. I've been one of those people that have literally went to see some prophet over uh, all the way uh, uh, 10, uh, 10 hours away. Well, why? Well, you can just buy this book and get a prophetic word right where you are from the comfort of your own home. While you're, you can actually hear from God right where you are, like in your home, you can hear God propel you into the nation. Literally, you can be reading it. It's a, a chapter in there called uh, You Can Run, but it's like basically about Jonah and how he ran from God. And it's basically, I think it's called You Can Run, But You Can't Hide or something like that. Uh, but basically, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of activation and, uh, and prophetic words to propel people who are called to be missionaries, called to go into the dark places of the earth and carry the glory and the torch and the fire of the Holy Spirit. And so basically there's an impartation there of the anointing that's on our lives, we believe. And, and we pray that over each book that, that, that people receive a double impartation of what we carry. And that was in those moves of God. And if you can take that, that glory, that presence into, into areas, Africa, uh, wherever you are, even if your mission field might be the grocery store, your mission field might be downtown, downtown where you live, but that you can carry that same impartation of fire to those places and see healing, deliverances, prophetic words. And you can be activated by just reading a book because I've read books and been activated. I've read books that literally have a, a, a changed me. And so I believe those are, this is one of those books that comes along that changes a person, that calls them, takes them from orphan to son, one of those that takes them from walking in a place of not knowing who they are to walking in not only the revelation as a son, but walking in the revelation as a revivalist. I believe we're all called to be revivalists. That term is just uh, some people are called to be revivalists. You're like a Heidi Baker, you're called to be a revivalist, or you know, or Ron Harbunkies, or Randy Clark, or Bill Johnsons. But I believe we're all called to be revivalists. Truthfully, Re- what is a revival? A person has a passion for seeing nations one to Christ. Well, every Christian is called to dis- every Christian is called to disciple nations. The Great Commission is going to all the nations. We're all called. Heidi Baker once said, "We're all called to the nations." You know. You just need to figure out what your nation is. And so I want to steal that from her. We're all called to the nations. And so the, the thing is God just revealing to you what nation you're called to. And uh, your nation might be where you are. Your nation, your, your place might be where your workplace. But not everybody is called to that same place. And some people have heard a call from God to go to the mission field and go to those dark places. And they maybe didn't because they didn't know if it was from God or they didn't feel equipped. Well, this is what we want to do in this book. We want to equip you for that. We want you to join our movement, join our cause, and we want to see nations shaken. But it can't happen unless people get behind and say, yes, I feel that. I feel the fire of those. I don't want – sometimes there's a fire that burns in me for the nation. Sometimes I'll just weep in my prayer closet. I'll weep, I'll weep, I'll weep for hours and hours and hours. And we want that book and travail and tremble and shake. And sometimes there are 70,000 people who don't know Christ that are dying each day. And so – we hope that that fire is, is in your, that gets inside that person and they begin to say, I have to go. I have to go. I have to do something. Um, I want more, you know, of God because there's so much more of God. I don't care how long you've been in church. There's so much more that we're not tapping into. Unless you're seeing the dead raised everywhere you go, then there's definitely more. And so that's our heart's cry is that people uh, galvanize behind what God is doing in in the hour, you know, and I believe this is what God is doing. I really believe it's, it's I believe in this message so much. We actually, we're prophetic people, you know, we, we, we are in a prophetic culture. We're kind of in that uh, Bill Johnson circle right now where, you know, that um, we're not in a, you know, not in a circle per se, but we, we're, we, we go to a lot of those kind of conferences. We're in a lot of different prophetic people. Uh, Joanne Hunter is actually our spiritual mom. She wrote the endorsement for the book. 
Um, so we're in that circle of the supernatural. We 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 actually named our baby Joel. Um, we're actually giving birth, and so we uh, my wife is pregnant, and so uh, we actually named our baby Joel. So we actually named our the baby in the natural Joel, but then we believe it's our spiritual baby, the Joel two generation, and so we kind of named our. And so that we thought that was kind of amazing that God told us to name our baby Joel. So. That's how much we believe in the book. We actually name our kids. So even if the book was, you know, we, we, we have to live with that name we gave that baby for the rest of his, his life. <laughs> Great. Now, people... I, promise God, I promise God I would never change the subject. This is my vision. This is our life's mission. And the see of revival hit this generation. But not to end, because that's another thing we address in the book. A lot of revivals have ended prematurely. Our goal is to carry, to sustain this revival and let it not end until Jesus returns. So. Great. Now, if people want to be able to check out the book for themselves, buy a copy, where can they do that? Um, we actually have uh, www.finalharvestinternational.com, but we also ask you to go on Amazon and get it. Um, you can get it on there, the Jolto Generation on Amazon, Jordan and Georgia Wells. Um, and make sure you go on there and write reviews and just let, let the let the nations know what you think about the book. Um, you know, and, and if you're a pastor or a leader that's listening, to get it for your youth group because one of our focuses, one of the not the major focus, but one of the focuses was to reach out to youth with this book, young people, the millennial generation. So if you have a youth group, we'll uh, just give it out to your youth bond. Uh, maybe a box of them, and just giving them out to your young people and just blessing them. And I believe it'll cause a youth revival in your church. It'll cause revival in your church anyway, buying copies for your people at your church and things like that. And so that's uh, so you can get it on finalharvestinternational.com, which is our actual ministry page. We have Join the Movement uh, stuff there, and also you can get it on Amazon. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Jordan. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much, man. God bless you. And I just pray uh, that, uh, that everybody's listening is blessed by this message. Would you mind closing us out with a quick prayer? Yes. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done, God, and all that you want to do in the lives of your people, God. And I just pray uh, impartation of what we have, of, of this Jolto anointing over the, over the airways right now, Lord, that people literally are feeling the fire of God going through them right now and people are even being healed while we're talking like i feel like the lord gave me a word that somebody has cancer and that they're going to be healed uh actually while they're listening to this so people who have cancer uh people who have uh uh pain in their body that the body pain is leaving right now in the name of jesus i just curse all that has to go right now in the name of jesus i command you to leave any uh depression anything like that anybody that suffer from depression anxiety fear leave right now in the name of jesus um, and so I bless you, and I thank you, uh, God, for what you're doing, the people you just healed. And I thank you, God, for what you're doing in the lives of, of everybody that's listening and that they are ignited by the fire of God. They receive from you while they're reading the book, that you draw them to your cause, and that you bless them in abundance. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Jordan Wells on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.